Welcome to the Baird History Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Baird History Podcast. Each week we'll be bringing to you a history podcast and this will include features of what happened on this day in history, including the entry of the Greeks into Troy via the Trojan horse. Question time, where you, the audience, can write to us with history questions. And This week we discuss historical films. And each week we will ring a celebrity at home and we could barely have interviewed a person more related to history. Added to this, We will be playing a selection of songs with a history theme, and this week each song has a biographical theme as we explore some key figures in history immortalised in music. They will also be in chronological order, which, as we all know, means... Yes, that's right, in order of time. Now, on to our first song of the show. Today, we start with Rock Me Amadeus, a song recorded by Austrian musician Falco for his third, much like your PowerPoints, imaginatively named studio album, Falco Free. Originally recorded in German, the song is about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, his popularity and his debts. Mozart was a prolific and influential composer of the classical period. Born in 1756 in Salzburg, Mozart showed incredible ability from his from a very young age. Already competent on keyboard and violin, he composed from the age of five and performed before European royalty. He created more than 600 works and during his final years, he composed many of his best-known symphonies, concertos and operas and portions of his most famous Mozart's Requiem which was largely unfinished at the time of his early death at the age of 35. The song lists a number of Mozart's achievements and key dates. Falco also adds in 1985, the year that his song was released. A little bit cheeky, and I'm not sure quite how Mozart would have felt about it, but hopefully you'll enjoy the song all the same. Es war um 1780 
Und es war irgendwie nur Plastik, Money, Penny, Mode, Banken gegen ihn. Woher die Schulden kamen, war wohl jeder Mann bekannt. Er war ein Mann der Frauen, Frauen liebten seinen Punk. Er war ein Superstar, er war so populär, er war zu exaltiert. Genau das war sein Flair. Er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky Doll. Und alles ruft noch heute Captain Rock mit Rock Me Amadeus by Falco. The single became the only German language song to peak at number one on the American Billboard Hot 100 on the 29th of March 1986, and it topped the singles charts on both sides of the Atlantic. Now, fans of this show will know that our first feature is What Happened on This Day. We are recording on Friday, the 24th of April, and the following are some of the key events that happened on this day throughout history. The 24th of April, 1184 BC, is the traditional date given to the Greeks entering Troy using the Trojan horse. In 1731, on the 24th of April, Daniel Defoe died. He was an English trader, writer, journalist and spy. He is most famous for his novel, Robinson Crusoe, published in 1719, which is claimed to be second only to the Bible in its number of translations. I studied this book in my first year at university, but to my knowledge, Daniel is not related to Jermaine Defoe, probably my favorite footballer. <laughs> French army officer, Claude Joseph Rouget de Lille composed Le Marseillais, the French national anthem on the 24th of April, 1972. On the 24th of April, 1916, the Easter Rising of Irish Republicans against British occupation began in Dublin. The Hubble Space Telescope was launched into Earth's orbit on the 24th of April 1990. Unhindered by the impurities of the Earth's atmosphere, the 2.4 metre telescope has delivered some of the most spectacular images um, of the far reaches of the universe. 
In 2005, on the 24th of April, Joseph Ratzinger was inaugurated as Pope Benedict XVI. He is the first Pope to resign since Gregory XII in 1415, and the first to do so on his own initiative since Celestine V in 1294. The German Pope is considered a conservative Pope, unlike his successor, our current Pope, the Argentinian Pope Francis, the, po the first Pope from the Southern Hemisphere. The 24th of April is also my sister's birthday, a millennium baby, and therefore 20 today. Happy birthday! Was there something mentioned that you thought was particularly interesting? Why not conduct some research into that topic? Do send or share any further studies to d.baird at cheltenhamcollege.org. Carrying on with our biographical theme, we are next going to listen to Vincent by Don McLean. The song was written as a tribute to Vincent van Gogh. It is also known by its opening line, Starry Starry Night, a reference to van Gogh's 1889 painting, The Starry Night. The song also describes other paintings by the artist. Van Gogh was born in 1853 and was a Dutch post-impressionist painter who is among the most famous and influential figures in the history of Western art. In just over a decade, he created about 2,100 artworks, including around 860 oil paintings, most of which date from the last two years of his life. They include landscapes, still lifes and portraits, and are characterised by bold colours and dramatic, impulsive and expressive brushwork that contributed to the foundations of modern art. However, he was not commercially successful and did not make a lot of money. His suicide at 37 came after years of mental illness, depression and poverty. Maclean wrote the lyrics in 1971 after reading a book about the life of Van Gogh. Starry, starry night Paint your palette blue and grey Look out on a summer's day With eyes that know the darkness in my soul Shadows on the hills Sketch the trees and the daffodils Catch the breeze and the winter chills In colours on the snowy linen land Now I understand What you tried to say to me and How you suffered for your sanity And how you tried to set them free They would not listen did not know how Perhaps they'll listen now Starry, starry night Flaming flowers that brightly blaze Swirling clouds in violet haze Reflect in Vincent's eyes of china blue Colors changing hue Morning fields of amber grain Weathered faces lined in pain 
are soothed beneath the artist's loving hand. Now I understand what you tried to say to me, and how you suffered for your sanity, and how you tried to set them free. They would not listen. They did not know how. Perhaps they'll listen now, for they could not love you. But still, your love was true. And when no hope was left in sight on that starry, starry night, you took your life as lovers often do. But I could have told you, Vincent, this world was never meant for one as beautiful as you. Starry, starry night, portraits hung in empty halls, frameless heads on nameless walls, with eyes that watch the world and. Forget, like the strangers that you've met, the ragged men in ragged clothes, a silver thorn, a bloody rose, lie crushed and broken on the virgin snow. Now I think I know what you tried to say to me. To how you suffered for your sanity, to how you tried to set them free, they would not listen. They're not listening still. Perhaps they never. There we go, a bit of a different pace. And we were discussing during the song um, about the similarities between Van Gogh and Mozart, both dying relatively early, but also being at their most prolific um, during their final couple of years. So that was Vincent, uh, described as a bittersweet palette of major and minor chords. And it was released on uh, McLean's 1971 American Pie album. And the following year, the song became a number one hit in the UK single chart for two weeks. We've really enjoyed your interaction this week based on the last two episodes. So thank you very much for all your messages. Um, we've chosen this week to answer another question from one of our regular listeners, Karis, who is famous for her great questions. Karis asks, can you tell us more about historical films like Argo and Braveheart? Are they helpful or do they create myth? Are there any good historically accurate films? For those of you who don't know, the two films that Karis references are Argo, which is based on the Canadian caper that took place during the Iran hostage crisis in 1979 and 1980, and Braveheart, which depicts the life of Wallace leading the Scots in the first war of Scottish independence against King Edward I of England. Although uh, they are possibly a little out of the age range um, of some of our listeners, both are fantastic films, 
with Argo winning three Oscars and Braveheart winning five. However, both have been criticised for their historical inaccuracies. Braveheart is described as a film that almost totally sacrifices historical accuracy for epic adventure. The name Braveheart is actually attributed to Robert the Bruce, not William Wallace. I was told at university that A Knight's Tale, an American medieval adventure comedy film, another excellent film, but definitely a comedy, not an historical epic, is more historically accurate than Braveheart. Argo received less abuse from historians than Braveheart, but as with most history, there are many sides to the story, and both Iran and Canada were unhappy with their portrayal in the film. In terms of the best historical films, if the Oscars are an accurate measure of success, then Ben-Hur and Titanic are tied with 11 Oscars, the most ever Oscars for a film, a record they share with Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Widely recognised as one of the best historical films is Schindler's List, a film about a German businessman who, together with his wife, saved more than a thousand, mostly Polish-Jewish refugees, from the Holocaust by employing them in his factories during World War II. However, as anyone who has been on the Year 7 history trip can testify, two of my favourite historical films are Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which follows two American high school students who travel through time to assemble historical figures for their high school history presentation, and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, a film based on the English folktale of Robin Hood. Both are absolute classics. <laughs> In terms of historical value, as with any research, you want to consult as many sources as possible before coming to an opinion. You would not want to base your entire understanding of one topic on one film. However, historical films are a great way of accessing and getting people interested in history. In 1996, the year after Braveheart was released, a tourism report said that the Braveheart effect earned Scotland 7 million to 15 million in tourism revenue, and the report led to various national organisations encouraging international film productions to take place in Scotland. <laughs> Thanks again, Karis, for her questions. Um, if you have a history question you would like answered, why not email d.baird at cheltenhamcollege.org or text the history mobile on 07747 742 649. For our third song, we are again with Boney M, a band who we listened to last week with their song about Rasputin. The name of their song for this week is Mar Baker and is based on the story of outlaw Mar Barker. Mar Barker, the mother of several American criminals who ran the Barker Carpus gang during the public enemy era of the 1930s, when the exploits of gangs in the Midwest gripped the American people and press she travelled with her sons during their criminal careers. The director of the FBI at the time, J. Edgar Hoover, described her as the most vicious, dangerous and resourceful criminal brain of the last decade. 
and she has been presented as a monstrous mother in films, songs and literature. However, those who knew her insisted that she had no criminal role and they alleged that Hoover created such accusations to excuse the FBI for killing her because she was killed in a shootout with the FBI. Now, I can hear the more observant listeners saying that the song is called Mar Baker, but is all about Mar Barker. Well, while the lyrics by Fred J were inspired by the story of Mar Barker, the name was changed into Mar Baker because apparently it sounded better. Freeze! I'm Ma Baker. Put your hands in the air. Give me all your money. This is the story of Ma Baker, the meanest cat from old Chicago town.
That was released as a single in 1977 and was a huge success in Europe, topping the charts in many countries there. It was a number two hit in the UK, only surpassed by Donna Summer's I Feel Love. In the US, the song only reached number 96. Maybe the English audience preferred the historical songs. Now, talking of enjoying history, our final feature is talking to a celebrity at home. We're going to ring a celebrity and find out how they are doing in these strange times. And this week, we have the privilege of speaking to Cheltenham College Prep's own resident historian, Mr Bass. Hello, is that Mr. Bass? It is speaking, Mr. Bass, hello. How are you? Uh, I'm really good, thanks, yeah. Trying to uh, stay fit at the moment, and I've been working on my isolation beard. Missing school a bit, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I think we all are a little bit. It's been very, very quiet. Um, How has lockdown been for you? So uh, I've spent a lot of time around school. Um, thankfully, the weather has been great, so I've been making the most of it. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying the grounds, actually, whilst the nice and tick. Brilliant. Um, as this is a history podcast, we have to ask you, um, what is your favourite moment in history? Oh, yeah, I mean, I've taught a lot of different uh, historical periods over the years. Uh I had a good think about this, and I'd have to say I'm a big fan of the Cold War. Um, so the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, 1962, uh, the 13 days there where we came the closest ever to nuclear war, but it had a, a happy ending in that we didn't. Um, that has to be one of my favourite moments in history. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, well, we, we did a bit of a feature on that uh, uh, during the second episode. Um, it's an incredibly interesting period of history. All right, cool. Um, so, have you got any advice for remote learning? Um, I would say that remember that it is uh, you're learning and you still want to enjoy your learning. So, rather than just trying to crack through your lessons and get things completed, you still want to be really enjoying yourself as you're going through this and making sure that you are learning how you want to. So I'd say uh, work in bursts if that suits you. Um, and make sure you give yourself plenty of rewards as well. Um, and maybe work when you're at your freshest. You'll know when that is. I've also heard a rumour that uh, some people have um, started uh, trying to document the growth of your beard through your video clips. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, I, it's it's been getting a lot of feedback recently, um, both positive and negative. Uh, my, I, I stay with my initial stance, which is I'm, I'm not going to cut it during the isolation period. Good. Yeah. Although we'll receive a, a bit of grooming here and there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going to keep growing, and then we'll see what happens. Great. We look forward to the the final result. <laughs> um, uh, final question: um, What are you having for tea this evening? Well, Sundays would normally be a roast, but uh, it's a bit hot at the moment, so I believe it's going to be Hunter's Chicken this evening, so mm. some nice chicken and, and bacon action with a bit of 
spuds and veg, I imagine. Oh. Very nice. Sounds great. Yeah, very dreamy. Yeah. Yeah, we might, we might have to uh, pop around, but make sure we uh, stay to the strict social distancing uh, measurements. Absolutely. You're, you're most welcome to come and smell what I've cooked up. <laughs> well, as long as it doesn't set off the fire alarms, that's the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was a low point. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Great to hear from you. Pleasure being on the, uh, on the podcast. Excellent. Well, we'll uh, speak to you soon. All right. Bye. 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 So that was Mr. Bass. Um, it was great to catch up with him and to hear a bit about his favourite moment in history, the Cold War. If there's a celebrity that you would like us to ring, why not suggest one via email at d.bird at cheltenhamcollege.org or by texting the history mobile on 07747 Sadly, we're already at our final song for episode three, and for this biography, we turn to Nelson Mandela. You may remember that he featured in Mr. Baird's version of We Didn't Start the Fire from episode one. The song is called Free Nelson Mandela by the Special AKA, and it was a protest against the imprisonment of Nelson Mandela by the apartheid. South African government. Mandela was a South African anti-apartheid revolutionary, political leader and philanthropist who served as president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999. He was the country's first black head of state and the first elected in a fully representative democratic election. His government focused on dismantling the legacy of apartheid by tackling racism and building reconciliation. Ideologically, an African nationalist and socialist, he served as the president of the African National Congress, the ANC party from 1991 to 1997. After leading a sabotage campaign against the government, he was arrested and imprisoned in 1962 and served 27 years in prison, most famously on Robben Island. Amid growing domestic and international pressure, and with fears of a racial civil war, President F.W. de Klerk released him in 1990. Mandela and de Klerk led efforts to negotiate an end to apartheid, which resulted in the 1994 multiracial general election, in which Mandela led the ANC to victory and became president. Unlike most protest songs, the track is upbeat and celebratory, drawing on musical influences from South Africa. Free Nelson Mandela. Free. 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 Free Nelson Mandela.
That was our final song of the podcast, Free Nelson Mandela, which peaked at number nine in the UK singles chart in 1984 and was immensely popular in Africa. Mandela was released six years later. In December 2013, following the news of Nelson Mandela's death at the age of 95, the single re-entered at number 96 on the UK singles chart. Now, that's all we've got time for this week, but we will be back again next week, and you can be sure to hear more songs, guests, and history. If you want to share some research based on the show, whether this is on Mozart, The Trojan Horse, Robinson Crusoe, The Hubble Space Telescope, Pope Benedict XVI, Vincent van Gogh, William Wallace, Mar Barker, The Cold War, or Nelson Mandela, please feel free to email these to d.baird at cheltenhamcollege.org. Equally, if you'd like to submit a historical question or suggest a celebrity to interview, you can email or text the History Mobile on 07747 742 Thanks again and goodbye. You've been listening to the Bad History Podcast.